I really do feel like our Instagram is pretty fun, though. I don't understand a lot of people's Instagrams because it's just like, okay, when I post a picture that has my face in it, it's true that it tends to get more likes than other things. But I'm always like, we don't really want to see each other's faces all the time, do we? No, I just want to see other people's, like, cool shit. cool shit, right? But then, like, there's some where it's someone's face and you just feel inclined to just... Um, I actually don't ever use the double tap function, but I should start. Um, you you heart it mm-hmm. just because it's someone's face, and it's like, is that just because people think it's mean not to, or do people, are there people who are really like, oh yay, their face again, heart? I I think you are like psychologically more inclined to click on it. Yeah. Like I think that's the thing. If they're really attractive, maybe, and like, if they're attra- attractive in a really non um, bland way, sure. It's like, yeah, thanks for showing us your face from another angle. We appreciate it. But if they're not like, I don't know. I guess if I'm not into them, I don't, you know what I mean? Just, fa- I don't know. Anyway, our, <laughs> <laughs> our Instagram is not just faces. Really, it doesn't have enough of our faces, probably. No, but I've been trying to save those. Word. We should probably, you know, people do like to. Uh, Look at our faces. Do like to, to see what they're working with. Uh, but but the, then the other thing is, you know, with any radio star or podcast people, if they don't see our faces for a while, then they can, like, imagine what we look like. Mm-hmm. And then, but then are they going to be, like, disappointed or pleasantly surprised? Or are they going to be, like, um, just like, oh, that is not what I would have thought, you know? What do you think? Do you think we sound like our look? I have no idea. I'm never good at that. No one's ever looked the way I thought they have Mm -hmm. just based off their voice or off description. My mind does not like work that way for some reason. So I always have to just like when I when I see on accident the face of someone I've been listening to for a while, like when I subsequently listen to them, it's like an intrusive thought, their real face. And I'm like, no, 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 go away. I'm going back to the image that I had of them. So this is what, part of what I didn't like about like the Harry Potter movies. It's like, no, I have I had cast this already. Mm-hmm. Now you're dumb little ugly actors. Most of them quite ugly. Um, except for that Hermione, you know, she was <laughs> She was a gem in the I, you know amongst the We all we all knew what was happening there. But, mm. <laughs> but get um, to watch her grow up. <laughs> well, I mean I was also like growing up so Yeah, well, I know. But yeah. It's like if you had been uh, a few years older of a lesbian than me, you would still have been attracted to her, though, and you'd have to deal with that. You know? Yeah, thank God I wasn't. I was. I'm like almost, I, or I am their age, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's very easy to like be like, yeah, just a very Hermione is mm, tasty. What's the youngest and person? Like, the, uh, that's yeah. really Harry Potter is really not thinking about it. What got me into like erotica and fan oh, fiction? Because yeah. like was... I was trying to find Harry Potter porn, but all the acting and like the parodies were bad. Uh-huh. And none of the, like, art I could get on the early days of the internet was, like, that good. But, like, there was, like, motherfuckers writing some stories. And so, mm-hmm. like, I think that's really, I was like, oh, yeah, I can read about sex? Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah. That's where, that's, I had Buffy stuff for that, Willow Tara mm. stuff. Yeah, I was, Willow. I was deep into the Willow Tara <laughs> stuff. I, like, I, like, printed stuff off at my uncle's place one summer like just 60 pages worth because I just wanted to read it and he was like what happened to all of our and I had to be like just I'm just really into reading these stories <laughs> <so> <laughs> just no don't look here yeah. please don't 
look at the you know jobs list or whatever. I mean, you know that whole field of like fan fiction and erotica has just been a uh, breeding ground for queer people for yeah. so long. Been like recruiting. just well, not just, yeah. I mean, but just because like you know, gay TV shows are like super easy gateways into like having some like odd by curious feelings, and so like when you go searching for it and you can like read about it and you're like, Ooh, like, yeah, the, the seed gets planted <laughs> and then you water it with the porn. And the What's happening with Miss Frizzle? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Who is Miss Frizzle pairing up with? You know, that iguana did some shit and some oh, stuff. Okay, and then I see. getting shrunk to different sizes. There's some good Miss Frizzle stuff. I see. <laughs> you, uh, you've really read Miss where Frizzle people stories. get, yeah. <laughs> for, like, did you get off to it or is it just funny to you? No, I didn't get out to the oh, Miss Frizzle okay. stuff. That's good. Then. It was, it was a little too wholesome for me because it was <laughs> like I still base most of my scientific knowledge off the things I learned from Miss Frizzle. So, uh, I see. but yeah, there's a lot out there. Damn, I'm dude. That's good. Battlestar Galactica is a great one to get see, into. I never also, watched that show. Mm. I, yeah, I have. I've always had weird hesitancies towards science fiction because of my Mormonism. Yeah, because my brother, my dad, who liked it, and, and they're so dorky and like socially whatever. And I'm running away from how Asperger. Well, I used to run away from how Aspergersy I am, and so I ran away from science fiction because it's like what Aspergers people do. We could turn you on to some cool stuff. I know, Maybe I've, then I've, you'll I've, finally I've get into toes. the monster like stuff. stuff. Oh man, see, but I don't. But I'm so. Um, you need shallow. Um, so yeah, but you can untrain your shallowness. You can also become extremely shallow and specific about what type of monsters you want to fuck. There are a lot of people out there who are pretentious as fuck about their monster porn. I just really like humanoids. Um, That's possible too. Some like alien humanoid alien Why does it type need things. To be an alien? I'm just trying to expand your mind. Okay. Um, you know. I think you should give it like 10 to 15 tries of like getting off to it and then make a decision. Why would I try to purposefully condition myself to get off to something? No, you're just trying it out. But when I think of like a gooey creature, I'm repulsed. Yeah, for now. <laughs> you just got to find the right non-gooey creature. Uh, but why... <laughs> Why? Why would I want to become interested in aliens? Do you not think it'd be a fun, like, thought experiment or, like, mental exercise to try and put yourself through? But what if it does permanent damage to my psyche because now I'm less satisfied with the world of human sex because I've opened up alien sex to my brain? I think that's uh, quite a large fear. An irrational one. Well, I was raised Mormon, you know? Yeah. We're breaking those habits. I don't know. I just don't see the appeal in alien stuff. No. I like really, really hot people. That's who I I'm going to find you some super hot aliens. No, I like... Because, like, elves are essentially, like, aliens, right? They're, like, just, yeah. like... No, I like it. Yeah, I like so, elves. like, so that's what I'm saying. It's, like, we're just, like, a half step away from that's, alien. I'm, I'm fine with... Like, a elf. light blue humanoidy, like, elven person. Maybe, like, a light, like magenta like it's so species isn't it it's so funny like sometimes we think of um you know mixed race people like we all love mixed race people right they're usually pretty hot it's mm-hmm. super disappointing when they're not but um <laughs> but like there's something about God just being it. like 
possible because you're just gonna start to- like ringing the bell every time I think we lose a listener. It's like ding. <laughs> well, because somebody tells you you're gonna meet their like half Japanese, half you know Puerto Rican cousin, you know, and and she's she's six foot two, you know, you're something. You're just like, oh well, what's this? What's this gonna be? And if you if she wasn't attractive, like, oh jeez, like she has to know that everyone is gonna think she's attractive if they hear about her, and then. If you're not, you know what I mean? Like, everyone expects weird mixtures like that to be super hot. I think that's are. a pretty white thing. I think, like, I, I think like expecting mixed race people to be hot is a white thing. I think. Well, I'm uh, not, not just mixed, but like, like, very different races have to mix. You know what I mean? Not yeah, like but I can easily picture countries. Eric never being like, you can tell him a combination of races, like, that doesn't sound good. That sounds like that's going to look bad. Like, I can hear what? people saying that. Well, yeah, maybe it depends. I mean, that's maybe part of what I'm, like, getting at is people will say, like, oh, mixed-race babies are always cute or mixed-race people are always I mean, most babies are always cute, though. That's not true. Babies? I mean, I think they all look... two out of ten. I think they all look dumb, so it's a cute thing to me. Like, I don't really like babies at all. Some babies' faces are, like, jacked up, you know? Yeah, but that's like looking at a pug. You know, I don't like all I don't, pugs, yeah. I don't like pugs that much, but like the thing that's funny about them is how horrible their faces look. So like that's just the way that baby is, you know? It's like look yeah. at its face. He's so cute. He's so, <laughs> so nasty. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, don't I just don't like love things that aren't like particularly cute to me. <laughs> I don't feel love for them. So my tastes are pretty limited. I still think we can get you into monster and alien porn. Well, I do like elves, and they do have pointy ears. Yeah, and you so. you've gotten off to Harry Potter into Willow, like where, where like plants and vines Willow never involved human. with like Willow though, like plants yeah, and vines like being used as restraints, like animated, like well, that's you know. Fine with me. That's yeah, but I'm saying again, those are just steps away from tentacles of different kinds, right? So like again, we're just substituting. So you're saying like Mother Earth. Is now part of, is is now like a a monster because she's yeah. listening the uh, think roots out or whatever and so they're essentially tentacles. I mean that's fair enough, but like I'm kind of species speciesist against tentacly things. I like but you Earth like the vines. Vi- yeah, but that's like green and flowery. That's yeah, but think about how many like sci-fi things there's like sentient like plants, right? Yeah, plants can go either way. They're yeah, but bugs, that's what I'm saying is like, well, not the bugs. But I'm saying like there are like sentient plants, or like vines that like will mm-hmm. attack people. Right? It's always been around. That's essentially an alien. Like that's not necessarily Mother Earth. That's okay. like a living but I'm thing. So as like, of, uh, as the other species go, like Mother Earth type alien, I'm like there. It's like. Yeah. It's like, oh, I like that species too. See, but now but we're there though. Tentacle you, things, it's they're not, too, they don't, don't like have to be many, fucking I don't like too you. Many legs. I just don't like too many legs. No, but you're instead of tentacles, think of it as vines and so like it's like a large Yeah, but it's coming out, there's like a vagina butt in the middle and then there's like these legs coming out. No, of it's the, not trying to fuck you. It's not like a walking monster. No, it might just, just be like looks, a it's you know, it's just not attractive. I think you're actually gonna be into it. <sighs> I think the vine thing's gonna sink in. I think that's your way in. Just imagining like a like a tree spirit or something like yeah, tree spirit, holding you down, and it's being controlled by uh, elf of some sort. That's, that's like funny. you know. See, we're all of that's fine. All that that stuff I would have already masturbated to in a way. I would have never really thought about Mother Earth that way. But but 
It's once you make people or thing like like ugly or creature. We're not making looking. anything ugly or creature. Well, that's when that's what I'm saying. That's where the line is going to be drawn. Yeah, but so we could go to monster, like, but monster not in like a grotesque way. Like, there are cool, sexy monsters. Okay. I mean, I'm sure that technically, you could. There's there are things that you could call monsters that I would be into. Uh huh. Like an, if you call an elf a monster, then fine. Yeah, dark elves, like right. That that's feasibly a monster. Sure, sure. In that sense, sure. As long as they mostly look like humans. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast with Austin Smart and Ariel Norman. A podcast about all the sets and all the people. the line of reasoning that'd be hilarious that would be. Um, i was thinking about like hey do you um <coughs> do you ever carry <coughs> a tampon around with you in case <coughs> a woman needs one <coughs> i did for a little bit but then i was like this feels weird that's funny yeah. i mean like sorry bitch don't need anything because like i was like other people aren't doing that but that was like a fear for my of mine for a second and i was like yeah most, most people can just say no yeah but so. it just felt weird to just have this one tampon just hanging out. That yeah, you were also, never... like, I carry so much random shit in my bag anyways that, like, I did not need, like, other shit ca- taking up space. And now you're like, tampon's not that big, but it's like, I fucking, my bag is packed at all points in time. Like, I have, like, an inner Boy Scout nature that just will not let me not be prepared for, like, an infinite number of know, different little weird way. situations. And then sometimes tampons open up in your bag and then you gotta throw that one away and get another one that's a just in case one for your tampon sisters. Well, thanks for doing that for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I th- only uh, the only reason it crossed my mind, I, my mind initially was because it happened to another girl that was in the bathroom with me. Like she asked her, mm. like, uh, or like, like you know, one girl asked another, and she's like, "Oh yeah, sure." And I was like, "Oh fuck, I didn't think that." Like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to like be prepared. And oh, after a while, a, I was like, Yeah, there's no. a tampon exchange. You know, sister. I'll tell you what it is. It's a black market, and we need to regulate it. No, you know, it's all free love. There's no, a tampon that's a health up. risk to the no public. One, no one hoards a tampon. You know. You don't know me. Yeah, I'm sure you would. I don't think I would like it'd be funny if like you know like eventually all these tampon taxes like come true and people start hoarding tampons like they do cigarettes it's like hey can i, can I get a tampon from you oh it's like get the fuck no what it's my last one tampon taxes come true is someone trying to tax tampons dude there's always like different been different taxes put on like tampons and like feminine like quote feminine hygiene products oh. and like yeah you know it's that big deal in like the prison system where like they're like not typically like fairly given like the shit they need dude, there was yeah there's this pad at Spider House the other day. Yeah, I saw it at the bathroom. You saw that, right? Yeah. Oh my god. I can't stop thinking about 
so let's give it a description. Yeah. It was like a, it wasn't like a huge like with wings pad. It was pad. actually a pretty small pad, a weirdly small pad. It well, I think it was crumpled a little bit. It was a little I bit. Think, I think it would be like a normal flat but fairly thin like linery type okay, thing. But the thing about it is, it was so soaked in blood. The way in commercials, if you dump like a blue liquid into it, it like soaks and expands. Or if you've ever put uh, a pad in the and like a I've put like a clean pad in the washer before on accident, and when it comes out, it's like filled with water. It was like filled with blood. Yeah, from tip to tip. From tip to tip, there was no not so no white whatsoever. Like it was no white soaked. So clearly, but clearly, this woman had lost her underwear as well, right? Like, there's no way it's tipped. You know what I mean? She. I mean, I no, I think you keep the underwear at that point. I think you wipe the underwear off with like toilet paper, put some toilet paper or a new one in there, and be like, yo, I'm gonna be good for later. It depends I mean, on how that was. Like, yo, talk about like That's heavy soaked. though. Yeah. Because I've seen some shit like like in bathrooms and just like different types of like I work at, I've worked in a lot of offices that yeah. are just like large like yeah. commercial offices and so you I've just seen you know but but that was what was weird about it it was like the pad was lying on top of just like regular toilet paper in the trash can there was no like other blood spatter anywhere Do you I know, know what I mean? this crime scene I know, was, it was like interesting it was as if they had delicately placed it cleaned up the rest of any other evidence delicately placed it on top i mean it was like but then not covered it up at all it was like a work of art i hope really. to i hope to god it is and like later on we're gonna read like renowned installation artists like Dude. keeping her identity secret had her piece in the spider house bathroom oh stall we have those fake poop things why don't we have <laughs> fake like filled Bloody pads. <laughs> i've made those before for like jokes but yeah well all right fine but we need some that won't like leak so you can like play with it around the house <laughs> <laughs> just like a little you know what i mean your dad yeah. walks down the hall and trips over what it looks like a bloody pad that's funny yeah, that's, that's way better than spot. poop yeah that is it's like <laughs> if it can be sticky you get stuck it's like get, get off you Oh, it's so trying to kick it. Yeah, it sticks a little. It's so true. <laughs> oh my god, yes, yes, it's still a little sticky. It could be like that, like fake, like uh, you know those like sticky hands that you yeah. used to sling at the wall and would stick. You get them out of like the little twenty five cent machines. A lot of fabric. You can make, yeah, but you can make it that on the top, like a red, and that like, yeah. when he steps on, it's like it's a little squishy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. It'll be a squishy. It'll feel, you know what I mean? It'll feel, it'll be feel weird <laughs> enough. They'll be like, oh, what the He'll fuck? Definitely, his brain will definitely not be able to process this. The first thing he's like, these little bitches. <laughs> Just. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. Well, we have a good product idea now. We have a lot of good product so ideas. Line of um, gag toys. I saw a TED talk with a trans chick. And it's one of those like what I learned about being a man and a woman things. Yeah, oh, it's really, um, really good. God, I couldn't give less of a shit. I know it's bad, and I know it's helpful to people. And that people feel better after watching it or it gives them some insight or some shit like that. But, like, anytime I see that, I'm like, I mean, I couldn't. It felt good to have someone understand, like, yeah. oh, you didn't see this before and now you see this. And it helps put some words to, like, our own experiences that we hadn't fully been able to, like, 
pick apart because we hadn't experienced being the other way, you know? I guess I almost feel cheated when that happens, though, because I feel like it's like that's a thing I should have arrived on on my own, right? So it's like I got handed a little cheat because, like, hey, here's a little life lesson from the Internet. It's probably a good thing to learn, but at the same time, it's like, oh, man, maybe I'm going through this like a... And hmm. maybe I should have just come to that realization on my own. Maybe I got see. snubbed of that a little bit of like having to like go and learn through it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Instead of just like hearing that thing and then trying right. to emulate a pattern based off of it. I think for me, that would be like when I hear trans men's accounts, like if you want to have that experiment in your brain, you know, yeah, you want it to be your own and not kind of colored by, other people's experiences because then you're going to filter your own through that lens and you know it would be kind of cool to have a pure well a more pure experiment well I'm sorry you know that you didn't enjoy these nice TED talks no Um, I'm fine no it was it was funny because like she still sounded kind of entitled and uh privileged and everything to me but she did recognize these things you know but she's she was talking about some story about how 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 it is now that she's a woman and like this never happened to her when she was a man and it was about being on an airplane and this this guy had his stuff in her seat and then she like picked it up to like get in or whatever and he was like oh that's my stuff and she was like yeah, um, but it was in my seat, so I'm just gonna ho- hold it so that you can get through or whatever, and then we'll get it back to you or whatever. Yeah. And the guy was like, "No, that's my seat, though. That's my seat." And, she, and she's like, "No, mine is one D and whatever." And the story goes on from there. But I was just like, "Yeah, bitch, you're still in one D, you know?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, go fuck yourself. It was like my first class experience was delayed oh for God, a moment. It was awkward on that comfortable flight. Like I was just like, "Fucking, don't tell me you know what it's like to be a wo- like you know what it's like to be a fucking one percent woman. Go fuck yourself." But I mean, I also did feel like, "Thank you." Some of the things you talked about were real and should be mentioned. So, thank you for sharing. But I hate rich people more than I like trans people. So. <laughs> <laughs> trans is like. Trans should be neutral, right? Uh, rich, entitled fucks is a negative, so fucking just math. <laughs> unless you think trans it's is just supposed so to be positive. It's just socioeconomic math. Well, unless you think trans is supposed to just be an inherent positive, it's like, no. Yeah. It, it would be transphobic of me not to think that I... It's neutral, neutral so far as like a plus or minus yeah. of their character. Just like... Any other person, you may or may not like them. So, but rich people, high likelihood, I don't like you. <laughs> high. Uh, now, some of them are, some of, there's exceptions, you know. But. Speaking of product ideas, no one has sponsored us yet. It's, it's honest, it's shocking. Week by week, I'm surprised. Here we are pumping out <laughs> this kind of good content. Premium quality content. Like, and the kind of people who listen to us definitely have some kind of fetish budget. And they have money. They're they're looking to spend shit. Like, yeah. you know. 
why aren't you tapping into this market? I'm talking to the businesses and the business owners and the people mm-hmm. out there direct. Like, we could be helping you, and you're just fucking this. Like, this, this is, is obviously a gold mine. This just looks bad on you. Yeah, this is obviously a gold mine. You could get in on the ground floor now while we're still small. But, um, you know, the numbers are growing, and for good reason. Yeah. And they're only going to keep growing as and, you know, we, we become st- more famous. We stick, true to our, we stick true to our folks, you know. If you if you get in with us early, that's, that's a good thing for you in the totally. end, in our eyes. Um, yeah, draw us uh, some fucking fan art, you know. Yes. I'll keep that shit forever. If you're, like, the first one. Hell yeah. Make us a new logo. I'll get rid of that logo. I don't give a shit yeah, about it. Yeah, crap, you know. Yeah. We need help someone. <laughs> I took that when I was super hot in college. It does not matter. Uh, yeah, we're hiring an intern. <laughs> yeah, if you would like to be our intern. Uh, you do need to have an extensive set of fetish wear, though. Like, we do have office requirements. Like, yeah. you, that's office dress for us. Uh, I mean, a basic chest harness uh, is fine. Like, we, you can rock that with some jeans, like, for a casual Friday look. They have like, to be pansexual. I don't care what you are. Like, I don't, yeah, I'm not looking. No, I don't, we're not going to fuck this person. It's just that is our office attire. You're just going to, you're, see, you're going to have a problem as you progress in fame or. Uh, as you like gain more followers and more people trying to reach out to yeah. you want to talk back yeah like I noticed that even yeah. like on our gender fluids Facebook page like you're the first one to comment oh, I back love it. I'm always like oh honestly I'm just like oh Ariel's not afraid to say shit on the internet like I am so, oh do you like, want me to be afraid should be afraid no 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 it's just like I just never know what you're gonna say I don't give a fuck what you end up saying like you live your life you do you boo boo like <laughs> all about it boo-boo? Yeah. Sort of thing. You do you boo boo. Yeah. Okay. You never heard that? You do you boo boo. No, but I also don't know what this. What are people saying? Dilly dilly. I don't know what this is either. Something about Bud Light commercials, but what's. It's fucking why stupid. Why is it happening? I don't know. I haven't heard anyone say that in real life, and I'm thankful because I'd probably with, fucking vomit. Well, I heard a comic talk about it, and then somebody at the heckling show just randomly heckled dilly dilly, and they were promptly made fun of by everyone, but. Okay. Uh, it's something to do with Bud Light? Yeah, it's a Bud Light commercial where people are like, it's like an old medieval feast. Oh, really? And, yeah. <laughs> like, so they're like, dilly dilly. Yeah, and like <laughs> everyone comes up and like offers like the king like a uh, gift of some sort. And he's like, oh, thank you, dilly dilly. And everyone's like, dilly dilly. <laughs> and then this guy comes up and offers him a real shit gift. And the next guy comes up and offers him a Bud Light, I think. Dilly like dilly, the, back yeah. to dilly dilly. Okay. Oh, that's that's actually a relief because I was really afraid it was just like a kind of a, like a dude bro. and Like, like a dick thing yeah like just like a um an upper middle class because his parents have money and he's not very smart or competent but he just like went to a good school and got the right kind of degree and now he makes good money and but he's like such a fucking like his iq is maybe average like that kind of guy at a a, like cookout being like dilly dilly with his bud light i mean that's that's, what it resulted in yeah like that was the aim of that advertisement that is the target demo yeah but i'm glad at least the advertisement (laughs) was the fucking medieval thing that's kind of cute but yeah, yeah. Why anyone would just start actually saying it? But um, no, no, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. What did you ask me earlier? I don't remember when. How do we get? I don't know. Oh, you were. Oh, we were talking. Oh, you're talking about responding to people. Well, you know, I really like responding to people. That's kind of a lot of the point of this whole thing to me is to talk to people. Like, I've been reading Amanda Palmer's book, The Art of Asking. You know how she was kind of, kind of like, not 
well, she got much more famous because of her TED talk than she had been as like the Dresden Dolls and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking. Do you know anything about Amanda Palmer? I mean, vaguely. I have like an armchair knowledge of it. Did you ever see that TED talk? No. So she was kind of talking about this whole theme, but it's all about like the way that she connected with her fans, like from this very grassroots, the, from the days when she was dressing up like in one of those bride costumes in Harvard Square and like giving yeah. out flowers and getting dollars, all the way to like starting to do music and being in these arts communities. And like she kind of goes through, and there's still a lot of it where it's like, yeah, but you got in on the ground floor of Twitter and just like happened. To, I mean, who, who knows? But, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of it where it makes a lot of sense, like the way to, to like really connect to people and especially to fans. Um, and it's like, I'm reading it like that really appeals to me. And so I'm not doing it on purpose to be like, oh, let me, I mean, maybe I amplify it a little bit on like in, in just learning how to use Twitter lately, even the tiniest bit, because I want to do that because it's connecting with people I think that really makes them want to like engage with you and come to your shows yeah. and listen to your podcasts you know oh no i think you're 100 percent right for me it's just a frightening thing oh. i'm very fearful of the internet like i don't like engaging with people like i say enough kind of off-colored stuff on twitter or whatever just yeah twitter things. feels like a safe space no 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 like just putting it out's fine but i don't like I don't enjoy holding virtual conversations. It's a lot ah. of work and effort for me. It is a lot of work. Though. And it's not something that I've ever like taken pleasure in. Hmm. Like even messaging Grace or messaging like my best friends like who I desperately want to talk to. Like my best friend is having a baby. Yeah. And I'm invited to the baby shower and he texted me yesterday. Literally just like, "Hey man, we just hang out soon." Like, uh we, it's been too long can't wait for uh baby so-and-so to be here uh, in nine weeks can't believe it's gonna be nine weeks it took me a whole day to respond to my best friend about that because i was like so much emotion what do i say in it and then i was like oh, i'm just not gonna think about it like i can't having that yeah. conversation so hard and then when it's somebody that's on the internet that even though they're responding to a thing i've written that they are enjoying and i've given them pleasure of some sort I don't like I don't like talking back to that. My response is like, I'm so glad that you like that. Thank you. And I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Have you always felt that way about like internet communication, or is it more in like this day and age where it's so there's all these different ways? to I mean, do when it I was a teenager, I would text and a or did you MSN, AOL? No, MSN or whatever. But like a chat. Situation. Yeah, I did that, but that was because it was cool and. Did new. you enjoy it? Yeah, that's what I would do after school. Is everyone yeah. would go home and hop on MSN. Yeah, and wasn't be that a great time? Yeah, it was so lovely. It was so much better than what we have now, but... But, um, no, but it's just, like, now, I ever guess ever since, like, 2010, when I was a senior in high school, is really when I stopped, like, texting hard and, like, messaging hard and yeah. having, like, conversations. Like, once I went to college, it was, like, I was able to go out and live in a world, and so that virtual communication meant so much less to me. Yeah. Like there it's like that. it's very toolish for me. It's a means of communicating, right? And I only want to do that with people I know. Yeah, I do enjoy like that form of communication more than you. It sounds like. Yeah, I really like writing. Like I, I like kind of internet crafting. I also, it's, there's a fun part of it where you have a different mode depending on what social media it is, and like whether it's email versus for Twitter sure. versus Facebook versus Instagram, like. And I have like different personalities on each one. I don't know. It's kind of fun, but it, it, it does fracture my 
consciousness a lot, and I don't care for that part. Was of it, it not already fractured though? It just keeps getting worse and worse with all the different projects that I have and all the different social media platforms to keep track of and everything. Dude, there's a girl at a girl, a woman. There's a woman at our uh, at my comedy show a f- couple months ago, and it was the second time she'd come, and she's just a fucking cunt. Like we had to kick her out. I have banned her from the show, but really? she just wouldn't stop because the heckling is allowed in the sh- in the show that I do. But it's like you can't just fucking never shut up as an audience member. She just would not would not shut up, and she said this dumbest stuff, and it was mean and it was dumb. So, like, I, yeah, she's banned, but, like, at one point, one of the comics, who's a half-black guy, was like, you know, this bitch, blah, 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 just the way a black person would use the word bitch. Wasn't in any sense angry. He was just, you know, talking about a woman. And she just immediately was like, you can't say bitch. And so it just, and so it just starts engaging on that level of, like, blah, 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 you know. Anyway, it's just so funny, because I'm like, I literally banned this bitch who was <laughs> <laughs> If you can't say bitch is like bitch, bitch you're out of here. Please. Bitch you're never gonna come back to the show. <laughs> but yeah, it's not it's not exactly why she's banned, but she definitely couldn't handle should have just taken a picture of her and then like wrote in the word bitch on her forehead and then just brought it with you and then just at the show she just posted it at the this, door. This like, bitch she, not allowed. This bitch is not allowed. <laughs> That's just every every first Friday at New Movement we just post up her picture and be yeah. like this bitch is banned. Banned bitches. There's just a poster board. <laughs> See if you want to get yourself added. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm gonna take that one in the bank one day. Yeah, I gotta wait until I have at least one guy who's banned though, because I don't want it to look like it's a gender thing. Just be like, no, fucking. These are the band bitches. This guy, this girl. You can just put my picture trans up there, bitch. and yeah. you'll just be there every show. Just like, I don't give a fuck what that board says. <laughs> Kick me out. <laughs> we start having scenes with Austin and everything. Yeah. I kick you I'll out for it. being trans I'll in the beginning of every show. <laughs> I'll be like this. I told you trans people aren't allowed in my fucking show. If you want an example of like a shitty heckler. Yeah, yeah. I'll just heckle you all the way through your set so horribly and just be like, yeah, you're not allowed. And you we get the kick fuck you out. out. That's great. We might start doing that. It's like, you can say some shit. Just don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Let's I'll play with that. Just drop one racial slur in each time. Just <laughs> I'm like, depends. The racial slurs. We've had a number of racial slurs. <laughs> it depends on what happens. No, I started this thing um, last Friday where, like, I and it just suddenly someone said something douchey, and I was like, no. Here's the thing. You can heckle, but like, we're still judging your heckles. So, audience, let's just boo bad heckles. And so, yeah. and so, like, people would say, it and I was like. Oh come on! And we boom, and it just became the most fun like Coliseum thing. But I was like, yeah, this isn't just like anybody. So it, I wish I had started the booing thing back when that bitch That's was there. That's fucking smart. It was ugh, what an inspiration. Um, because if she had been there, I could have had the whole audience. They wanted to boo her, but I hadn't given them permission. Like what I was like, they so would have fucking booed her every time she opened her mouth, and she would have learned. It's beautiful what we've got going on. First Friday is the new movement at nine thirty. Like all. self. Uh, governing like heckling ecosystem. Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. I'm so pleased. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bad show of the week. Boom boom boom.
album. <laughs> it's like a banjo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So the, I chose the fetish of the week this week. What? Did I? No. Did I bring this up? No. I was just like, well, why don't we talk about period? You said stuff? period blood, but I said menstrual pads and tampons. Well, that and was my whole point because I was. Haven't I? Have I talked about my ex-wife's thing on this podcast? I feel like maybe I have. I don't think you have yet. Oh well, that was anyway. Of course, when I said period stuff, we're going to talk about pads. What do you? What What else would we be talking about? Well, I didn't know if you meant just like the blood, like in specific, like because that is a thing. But I wanted to have it be broader than that. I see what you're saying. Yes, I mean, I am curious about that. Like the people who, like some people, just act like, "Hey, look, it's just blood. Fucking have sex, grow up." But other people are like, "I love." When she's on her period. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. So, I mean, are they serious or? I think it depends. I I don't know. It depends on what you're doing with. It. I think everybody, of course, they're serious about it. They're like One. like chewing the little black baby goo. <laughs> the little oh, clippy, see, I don't know. If, stuff. I don't know about that, oh, man. Because oh. I've never looked into mm, that. I'm so viscous in my mouth. Mm. Are you doing that with the clumps? I mean, maybe How sex positive are these people? This is what I want to know. Look, know. here's the thing. I'm gonna go with my rule of like, if we could think if it, someone's into yeah. it. I don't think that's the majority. I think just the majority like is like out <laughs> just, plums, just on purpose, like pearls, like tapioca pearls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can do that, but when it comes to dogs looking cum out of somebody, you're like, no, stop it. But you're know. like, mm, black clump Everybody pussy has their blood, like, like gimme. You know, I know it's just fascinating. It's like different different taboos are creepier to you. You know, that stuff isn't. I mean, neither one of these is creepy to me. It's just funny to watch your mind like yeah. differentiate them. Yeah, well, I got issues. Yeah. Oh man, fucking it is a weird. Like it's it's not a weird thing to be into. It's just like a super interesting thing to get into. Like for me, like when the pads and the tampons get involved specifically, because like. When it's not, when it's just like someone who has like a period fetish or is like an into like period blood, like uh-huh. then it's like it's like it's kind of like it can be this like very like naturalistic, like powerful, like yeah, I'm into this like uh-huh. thing. But then like once you start adding like manufactured and like commercialized like products yeah. into it, for me that adds like a different dynamic because it's like you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's like I'm into the sanitary methods you use to hold your. Like that's a yeah. weirder thing than just like I'm into your bodily fluid. Yeah, you know? I mean, I know some people like that are into it are into it in like a humiliation way. If sure. like they're forced to wear them, why? Like, because they're not responsible enough not to, and like, or like they're forced to like put tampons in like all the time. You know, different things yeah. like that. Like. Forced to risk toxic shock. And you know, people also have a thing where, like, they like, you know, like to be shamed by having used pads put on their face and shit. Oh, and, like, Jesus. No, I didn't really know that. that oh, yeah? Yeah. So, like, you know, having, or like having to, like, put your face in, like, someone's yeah. crotch with, like, one on is, like, a yeah. dominance thing. You know, yeah. there's different things that go sure. along with that. All the usual things, you know. Yeah. If it's a nasty thing, people are going to like it being put on their faces as a form of degradation. Like at some point, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah. There's no way around that. Can't think I of a thing. Like, you know? Just thinking of the, the, like the woman who like is making out with you and she's like in her mind thinking like this makeout's so good. I just started my period. And like, she knows she's like 
gushing because she starts really heavy or like whatever. Maybe she's been spotting all day. And yeah. She, knows she just like started and then she just pushes whoever's face down there. Just something like drink like up, first, motherfucker. Like, big old queef of like period <laughs> blood. Just like, yeah. <laughs> and she's a feminist. But I'm like, man, dude, I don't know if people are going to leave on our side. Hmm. He's just like, mm, iron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ideally. Oh, I think I think there's a little finger in that one. Oh, finger. <laughs> this is a miscarriage. It's just an abortion. <laughs> no, I'm Are you aborting into my mouth? No, because that's what that's what a lot of a lot of pregnancies just end in like miscarriages like that where you would you just kinda squirt out whatever yeah like little shits in there that would be a hyper specific one where like you want it to be that type of like experience where like you get that like there's definitely people in miscarriages and then there's people who like are very prone to getting them because it basically they can get pregnant just as easily as anyone else but they are almost always going to miscarry or the doctors told them it would be a miracle if they ever didn't so there's people who don't use protection and just like let themselves get pregnant all the time just thinking Oh well, if I if it ever does actually work, then I'll have a baby. I, I may as well like never use protection and just hope it ever will. But then it always just ends in a miscarriage, and then she just like would go up to. I can't. Someone was telling me about this this woman that they knew who they, they dated. It was like this, and it was like then she would just tell you every couple of months or whatever. Oh, I miscarried again. <laughs> you know. Jeez. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, she's a fucked up bitch. I mean, you know what? It's, it's a very all fair natural enough, system. Though. It's fair enough. That's her body. You fucked her without a condom. That is on you. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All these men's little baby lumps are just like growing and dying inside this woman. I mean, maybe she has like has developed like a like a you know, biologically imposed like impregnation fetish, like breeding fetish. Well, that's the thing. That's what I was thinking about. Is like, so if someone was into um, miscarriages or whatever, like or those first few weeks of how big it grows or something like that, yeah, you'd find one of these women and they could match up. Yeah, because that could fill a lot of that could fill a lot of like pregnancy like mm-hmm. porn like areas and a lot of like a lot like of breastfeeding <laughs> things where like you know what someone's lactating but not gonna have to deal with like being a mother and so like if she's like pregnant so often maybe like she can just like lactate like even though she's never gonna like come to term so to speak right that's a, that's the right phrase come to term mm-hmm. yeah yeah we should start a dating app where we match people with. Tragic medical situations and the fetishes <laughs> would happen to be into that. Yeah, know? I mean, like, God, a little bit we of joy. would be doing the Lord's work. Yeah, just like a little bit of joy where there wasn't. Can any you only miscarry but happen to be able to lactate, and are looking for a well-off gentleman who mm-hmm. wants somebody who can lactate but never have well a baby? Off, he'll give you like almost everything he has, you know, <laughs> which will be all the sweeter because he's actually doesn't have that much. Money. I mean, I think we'd fi- make people fall in love, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. But they might fall in love, or come to a very uh, reasonable arrangement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think more likely, sure, arrangements. I get your house in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take the vacation house in Northern California, mm-hmm. and then we'll just call it splits. Mm-hmm. And then you can suck my titties, you know, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of thing. That'd be great. You know, I would do that if someone approached me with that type of deal where it was like, hey, here's the thing you're into. I will offer you a lot of money just to Mm -hmm. come live with me and do this thing. Like, yes, let's 
let's do it's probably stupid i'm I'm gonna end up getting trafficked at some point but yeah, yes i was gonna say you, you better get some money and cut out of there pretty quickly well you know i'd look the person up like i'd get some information on them and shit right and yeah. like and lock that down but i'm i'm definitely down to trade uh fetishistic and sexual favors for like varying like large sums of sure, money sure. or and or like lavish gifts. Yeah, but I'm just saying don't let yourself get trapped in someone else's life, you know. Oh yeah. That's never going to be worth it. But if you can get some of his money and then cut out of there. I used to try and find I was used to be on sugardaddy.com mm-hmm. for a while. But I, I googled it or I I typed that in when I was younger, but it didn't exist yet. We were all just like, someone's going to make a sugar person website, right? But it didn't exist yet. But yeah, a lot of us Googled it in 2003, four, you know, <laughs> or eight, whatever I'm trying to say. No, yeah, I'm trying to think college, not high school. Yeah. 2008, people who were graduating that year, you better believe a lot of us just did some Google searches. But it was out back then for it sure. Was, it, there was, it was very rudimentary. There's, there's like systems in place now. And if it had been more up and running in 2008 a lot more of us would have found a sugar person on that shit <coughs> oh man yeah. so back to mint back to pads Menstrual. and tampons oh, yeah. there's also uh People are also into like the tampons. Also, we haven't talked about tampons yet, but like, mm-hmm. like just like pictures of like you know normal sexy pictures, but like with like just the string coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Or or like they like, but that's like a specific thing. And then there's some that's like strings hanging out of panties or like underwear yeah. at different points. And then like, right. you know, then there's of course like videos of like inserting the tampons and then pulling them out at different levels of like bloodiness. You know, some people like lightly yeah, used, sure. some people like heavily used. Um, and then you know once you're like if you're already naked and pulling a tampon out of yourself you might as well like toss a little bit of like then you watch someone like piss and shit also maybe or something like that but you know and then you can involve activities in that like you know you can pull a tampon out and hit someone in the face with it if you want like please don't ever make me watch this stuff Um, I know you were like why don't you have the internet and now aren't you glad we don't have the internet we don't have the internet Oh, God. You're just stuck with your own mind. Yeah, could be worse. Um, just, just live with that. What if someone shit on someone's face and then like shoved a used tampon uh, in their mouth? You know, I just can't. I just have to block <laughs> it out. I just have to block it out and not think about it. Oh yeah, see, you were all about the eating the period blood out earlier, but now that it's we because like because when I describe <laughs> it, I don't feel it. If you describe it, I feel it. Uh, so I can say these things. <laughs> You probably, <laughs> that's what, it's fine. I just go la, 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 la <laughs> to those feelings. Instead <laughs> of imagining that cotton in your mouth yeah, no, and the feeling that. of the blood do trickling that. out down your throat. Do oh, so I just don't, I just don't do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I was going to tell a story. Oh yeah, about your ex-wife. Yeah. It was just like after, um, after our wedding and after, you know, have I ever talked about my divorce on this podcast? Dude, I don't remember. I know. Okay, so four days after my wedding to my ex-wife. I might cut this. You might cut the whole. It's fine. You know? I, uh, 
I told her I'd never been in love with her, and I was in love with my friend Katie. So, uh, in the next, like, month and a half, we just got really honest with each other about weird shit. And, like, she told me that she was really into used pads. And she liked to smell them. And, I mean, to me, it's, like, the funniest thing. And if I were still, like, trying to convince myself I was sexually attracted to her, it would have definitely been, like, (laughs) (laughs) But because I didn't give a shit anymore, I was, like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, please tell me more about this. Like, this is the best news I've received this year. Like, this is my favorite thing about you. Uh, It almost (laughs) makes me slightly reconsider leaving you. Not quite at all, but still, like, go on. And... She said that, like, she just has always liked it. And, like, with her ex-girlfriend that she lived with for, like, six years after they broke up, like, occasionally she would wear pads and sh- and my ex-wife would get all excited about it, <laughs> you know, and be like, just wait till she's alone in the restroom to, like, you know, pick it up, fish it out. And, and so... And that's a fetish. Yeah, yeah that's the definition of what we're... Yeah. Yeah, and she told me that, like, when... Like, I always just use pat. I mean, I always just use tampons. But, like, I was complaining about having really heavy flow at night sometimes and how it's just, like, doesn't matter if I change my tampon whenever. And she's, like, well, she was, like, trying to apparently casually throw out, like, why don't you um, consider getting <laughs> some pads for overnight? <laughs> trying not to act like Hell yeah. <laughs> and so. Hell yeah. And I've been, like, yeah, well, you know what? I should. Hell, that's, duh, you know? And, yeah, so she apparently. Um, Orchestrated that into her life. Appreciate that in. Good for her. Like, I got her to get her Adderall prescription back so that I could <laughs> steal it. <laughs> so, you know, that was that's marriage sometimes. You get an Adderall prescription and I'll use pads at night so you can sniff yeah, them. Yeah, you know, it was a pretty fucking good trade, really. <laughs> Everyone benefited for a while. All right. Well, how do you feel about period blood? Uh, one, one to ten. Like, what's your level of. Uh, disgust to enthusiasm from one to ten. Where like, so far as a fetish goes, or so far like as like sex blood, goes? How do you feel about it? Like, just in sex? You know, I'm now the thing, it's hard because, on the one hand, it is kind of like a good thing and like an excitement because it means that, like, you know, it's just extra lube, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like a hindrance or a turn off to me. So it's like, we can just fucking shower afterwards, or like, you know, we figure something out. Or Fuck you in the shower. It's not. Blood dries. No, well, I mean that's I've never run into that too much, but like, um, and then like, on the other hand, though, it is kind of like a negative thing because like that means like I can't go down on you as much as I would want because I like going down on people, Mm -hmm. and so like that would be like a bummer for me. It's like, oh man, like. I would love to eat you out, but like it's just too much right now. Like if it's yeah. like a light day, so I, like I'll risk that. Like I'll get some like outside, like yeah. just like you know being careful, like paying okay. attention. So you're being careful. That's interesting, though. I thought I, I thought uh, you know. Well, no, I didn't really think you would be this way, but it seems like people would think you would be all up in that. But in reality, you're like. Oh, being kind of careful i mean let me put it this way i've definitely like come up more than one time and then like realized like Spat oh there's there's blood on, well no there's oh there's there's blood on my face there and she's like oh shit i guess i started my period it's like mm-hmm. yeah it's okay like it's not a thing that's yeah, gonna sure. freak me out but it's like 
I'm not particularly interested in like, like nomming on your period blood. Yeah. Yeah. You're not trying to catch so, the. Yeah, but so because of that, it kind of is a detraction because it's like, but I do want to go down on you. Like, yeah. that's like, a, that's like an interest for me. Uh, yeah. And so. Which um, is period blood itself. So, I mean, I would call it like a 6.5 where it's like, eh. That doesn't sound. You're saying it's, cl- it's more enthusiastic than disgusting. Enthusiasm provoking than disgusting. It sounds to me like you're kind of yeah. like, Ick. so that sounds more like a 3.5, and I wish you would just admit it. No, because at the end of the day, like, it just opens up other possibilities of shit that we're going to do instead, right? Hmm. Like, any, like, I don't know. I like variations and things like. Mm. everything is almost always going to be positive for me in some way right mm. like i'm always going to try and spin it in a positive way in my head mm-hmm. or at okay. least try to you know well, there's obviously you know the things that we went over on our lists of like hard limits and it's like okay well fuck no like you're yeah. like okay this is that level of like but that's just like yeah that's not a thing for me right. <laughs> but it is like always nice because like here's the thing Period sex can is a lot of times great sex, and then also like eating and cuddling afterwards. It's just always like mm. fun because it's like you're just like yeah, it's like a different level of like comfy coziness. It always feels like mm. it's like in that way, it's also like a positive because mm. I can't just think about it as like the one thing. I got to think about like the whole experience, right? Yeah, at least ex- my experience, like not the experience of actually ever having to have a period. <laughs> Right. What about you? Oh, what about me? What? What do you think about period blood? Oh, you know. You know, scale of one to ten. I would say, like in reality, I'm at sort of like a two point five. In theory, I would be. I would prefer to be at like a five. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's. Is a five like you would finger fuck somebody while they're on their period? would finger fuck somebody if they were on their period i'm i'm a little ocd about like the cleanup situation of like things spattering around like i don't i I get very uncomfortable about like feeling contaminated in my body Mm -hmm. that's that's one of my kind of um whatever the things that bother me and so yeah so like it's why it's just kind of the whole thing just kind of goes together with a sense of like uncleanness that sure, you know, was raised religiously. So does that have something to do with it? Probably. But, um, I don't know. It is like a mess. <laughs> you know? It's a mess. Yeah. And I'm such a foodie. I really should be into, like, I could eat any kind of weird food shit. Like any you sort of, like, on a menu, blood sausage. I'll fucking eat it. Yeah, anything. Yeah, the bloodier the better. I would say that for, like, yeah, it's, like, so fucked up that I'm like, human blood, though. Does what someone make... Period blood sausage? There has to be that somewhere. Yes. Uh, Gina Fluids has so many product products we should be making. Yeah, guys, keep an eye out for our pre-packaged, period pre-made blood period blood sausage. We just squeeze human period blood into the sausages. Like, soak <laughs> that up. And then when you grill them, it releases the <laughs> juicy period blood sausages. Hell yeah. Hey. Uh, it's probably illegal to do this but um, <laughs> we'll look into that and maybe it could be a black market thing you know 
Look on Craigslist for <laughs> period blood sausages and wings. Sold, sold at a Craigslist near you. Yeah. Authentic period blood sausages. Oh, my God. Well, guys, this has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on KFUX. That's 66.6 FM. Peace. And love.